Good morning, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, Francisco Morela. Welcome, Francisco, Laura, Richard, Ana Karina, Diana. Let's see, we have a lot of people coming in early today. So let me start with today's slide and then I'll ask, answer any questions you might have, okay? From Karen. And you guys, let me know if you like this system better than the other one. I think I'm going to like this one better, but let me know what you think. All right, buyer's objection. Uh, right now, we're getting a lot of buyer's objections, right? Should I buy right now? Should I hold? And a week ago, I did a video on social media. I highly recommend you follow Orlando V as uh, v Vincent Montiel. So you can see what I'm doing in a daily basis. And I highly recommend you copy what I'm doing all as well, okay? That, that's the idea. So very simple. There are a lot of people that have this objection, right? Should I hold on? And the reason most people are giving you is because they don't know what's going to happen to the market in terms of going up or down. And most of us agree that we're going to see a, a big dip, right, on, on, uh, on prices. I, I think we all agree on that. It's just the, the margin, it's the economy, it's, it's getting a, a big hit right now. But instead of just waiting, let's ask the buyer, Mr. Buyer, how much do you think the property is going to go down, down in value. And if they say 10, 15, 20%, it doesn't really matter. If they think it's 20%, well, instead of holding, why don't we put up an offer for 20% less that is uh, listed for right now and see if it gets accepted. By the way, two of our agents, including one broker, big broker uh, for us here in the company, uh, George, uh, last week two, got two offers accepted, two of them by just asking the buyer, how much do you think is gonna go down? I think they said only both of them, I think they said 10%. They put an offer for 10% less and it got accepted. Buyers also need to sell right now because also they agree that properties more, more, most likely are gonna go down. And you guys know that it's better. Now from the seller's point of view, let's talk about the seller's objection, right? Which is, well, should I take my property off the market? And I think I repeat this to you many times uh, in the previous two sessions. No, you should not take your property off the market. Number one, if you take it off the market, can you accomplish your goal? And ask the seller, what's your goal, Mr. Seller? To sell the property, right? So if you take it off the market, can you sell it? Most likely not. Number two, let me ask you, do you think properties are gonna go up or are gonna go down? Most likely they're gonna tell you, gonna go down, exactly. Number three, do you think that uh, prices are going to go up or are going to go down. Most likely, they're going to go down. So why would you take it off the market? If you take it off the market, you can sell it and then put it back when you're telling me that in the near future, properties are going to go down in price and there are going to be more properties on the market. So do you want to compete at a lower price with more properties? Of course not. So that's the way we want to manage sellers' objections and that's the way we want to make sure we try to move the buyers forward to take an action, right? That's only if you truly believe and they want to buy a property, not because of investment reasons, but because they need the property, right? Very, very, very important. So that's number one. That's the first thing that I want to tell you today. Just make sure, I know we have a lot of objections that are going on right now. So I want to make sure that you understand those buyers and sellers objections, right? I'm going to stop right here, stop the share. So if you have any questions right here, you can ask them in the chat at middle right here. So let me put right here, chat. Good morning. What questions, what questions do you have today? And I'll be make, I'll, I'll make sure 
that'll answer them for you. I mean, again, I know there are a lot of questions, a lot of uh, challenges right now going on. And I'm gonna go since I see Talita right here. She's one of our top agents. Talita, I'm gonna bring you to the line very quick if you don't mind, all right? I'm gonna unmute you right here. Good morning. Okay, good morning, how are you? Good, 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 good. I was good. just typing a question to you, so. What was it? Tell me. Uh, how to handle like buyers that are already on the contract, but they wanted to negotiate the current price. Okay. They're afraid that the property that they're buying is gonna go down price. I have two transactions. One I'm representing the buyer, one I'm representing the seller. Okay. And the in the one that I'm representing the seller, this, uh, the uh, the seller, the buyer wants a price reduction of 20% because he said that the property is going to go down and he's very stressed about it. But my seller doesn't want to give up 20% and I'm oh, in the middle cool. of negotiation with them. Mm -hmm. And the other side, I have buyers that they wanted to cancel the, the contract because they are afraid of the property going down or if they're going to lose their job or they're going to, you know, they're very concerned about it. So I have those two situations going right now. Yeah, so very important. Last week I had three seminars with title companies, all right? Mm -hmm. And uh, they were talking about the contract and there is actually, I don't, I don't know if you guys know, there is an addendum, a new addendum called COVID-19, right? No, and I, I didn't. And I think Liam is going like this, like, yes, I think he's familiar with that, right? So there is a, a, a new addendum. And, and to my understanding, again, Talita, what you're asking is more of a legal question, but my understanding is that you just can't cancel a contract just because you're afraid of what's happening, right? Or because of current situation. You just can't. You went into a contract. Got it? So you can't just renegotiate once everything is written. No, no, I know that. But I'm mm -hmm. saying, like, as a realtor, how can we uh, don't lose the, the sale? What do you say? Oh, look, we have, the price is not going to go down or because what I'm trying to say to my buyers is how long are you going to live in this property? Mm -hmm. Let's say you're going to live, that's your primary home. You're going to live for, let's say five to seven years. So if the price goes down, it, there is a cycle, right? And then of course, the, uh, probably the probability in real estate that you always, there is a cycle that goes down and goes up mm -hmm. and goes down and goes up. So you're still going to be inside of the cycle. So if you, that's your primary home and you want to stay on it, you mm -hmm. should not cancel the contract mm -hmm. because that way, you know, when the price goes back to, you know, the, the standard or, or even higher, you still have your property because we, we saw over, I don't know, 30 houses. This is the one you like. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to do, you know. But mm -hmm. on the other hand, I have a, a buyer that wants to cancel on my listing. He doesn't mind losing the deposit. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. My dog and my cat just are That's fighting okay. right now. <laughs> okay. So they, the, they don't want to cancel the contract, but, but they want to, the seller wants to, oh, hold on. They stopped. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's okay. what happens when you put a, a mute when we are home. Um, but anyway, so I'm trying to to save the other cell by asking my my seller to even reduce the ten percent. That's what I told him, and I I saw you saying. So I'm trying to negotiate on that way, you know. But it's being a little bit hard because the one wants twenty percent. I, I just don't know how many people are going through this. Right. And as you know, I'm you know my experience. I deal that with a lot of. Uh, hard transactions and challenge moments, but this one definitely is the most challenge that I have been. So, so where is the, what I want to do? Um, <laughs> at, at the end of the day, the most important thing is to let the buyer in your case, know why they're buying the property, right? So Mr. Buyer, what is it exactly the goal? What, why do you want her to buy the property? And in this case, I believe it's a person that is going to be in the property, right? Right, Talita? 
I think it's breaking up yeah. a little bit. So if yes. you're leaving the property, again, this could have happened five months ago, seven months ago, and it's gonna go down. And in the next five to seven years, there's gonna go up, there's gonna be another debt, right? Like it happened in 2008 and properties go up and down. At the end of the day, what is the goal? And in this case, it's one of the easiest uh, ways, guys. When it's an investment, maybe the investor wants to hold back and make up yeah. your offer. But in this case, Mr. Buyer, did you find the property that you truly wanted in the place you wanted, in the area you wanted, for the size you wanted, and the price you wanted? The answer is yes. So the only thing that it's holding you right now, it's a price because of the situation. Now, first, I, I, most likely, I'm not a lawyer, but most likely they can't renegotiate. But now that you can renegotiate, don't get frustrated or feel bad because you got a property that you could, maybe you could have gotten at a lower price. Maybe you get out of the country and somebody else buys the property. So we went through this process, and Talita, I'm guessing that you went through this process for a while, right? It wasn't yeah. just two weeks. We went through the process, we studied the market, we saw a lot of properties, and you finally found the one you wanted, all right? Because of this special situation, now trying to renegotiate, even though it's not possible, understand that you found what you wanted. Again, is that the best answer we can have? Maybe, maybe not, all right? Is it, is it gonna make happy, uh, make the buyer happy 100%? Maybe, maybe not. But at this moment, that's the best we can do. It's that simple, all right? All right. And the other thing that I was uh, listening to you saying that a lot of, uh, you not, don't recommend the sellers to remove the property from the market. What I, I have is, uh, you know, one of my biggest listing, the, the seller decides to remove it from the market because he's refinancing, because now the, 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 the interests are lower, blah, 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 you know. So I actually uh, I helped him because I, I said, well, if this is going to make you, if you more calm, mm -hmm. that you're not paying a little less on your mortgage and you are, you know, okay, then we put it back to the market, you know, it's fine. So that's also something that's happening. A couple of sellers are taking off the market so they can refinance because if you're in the market, you cannot refinance mm -hmm. and then putting back on the market right after, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, and, and, and again, this is a great time for refinancing. That would be a special situation for, for those clients that really need to sell. Uh, mm -hmm. just, just make sure you put it in the market right now. One more time. Number one, buyers, all right, are searching more. There is a search. Um, a huge uptake on Zillow, Realtors.com, etc. because buyers have more time to look for properties. So Mr. Seller, do not take your property off the market because this is the time where buyers are searching the most. They have the most time. Number two, properties most likely are going to go down. Number three, there's going to be, there are going to be more properties for sale. So if you truly need to sell, this is the time, unless you want to give yourself a year, year and a half. All right. So let me continue right here. I'm gonna go with Eduardo. Eduardo, it's good morning for agents specializing in international investors. Obviously, they can't make a move now because of the COVID-19, of course, and probably for the next month. What do you suggest we focus to generate income? Very good question, Eduardo. So I'm gonna share with you right here what the things that we should be sharing uh, on right now. Let me share my screen. And uh, we've been going through this for the past two weeks. What is it that you need to uh, focus on right now? Well, uh, right here, I'm gonna share my screen with you, all right? I'm gonna go right here. As you can see, number one, systems. Number one, the website. Is your website ready? Is Facebook campaigns, which I'm gonna talk about uh, with you today. It's Google AdWords, right? Number four, YouTube. Number five, landing pages. And number five, 
Eduardo becoming a listing agent. It is so, so important. And I think I say in every single, every single session, don't forget about your buyers, especially your international clients, Eduardo, which are a huge part in South Florida. And I know, I know you are, so it's a huge part of your business. But this is a the time then, you said to start generating income, to become a listing agent. And Eduardo, you have everything in here. I'm gonna share it with you guys. I'm gonna share my screen with you right here. You can go to our coaching program right here. You have everything on how to become a top listing agent. By the way, if you go to workshops right here in English, I did a workshop with Riley Smith, the number one agent in Miami. I did one with Oscar Eduardo, who is in your company, all right? So I did one with Oscar, that I, I, right here, with Anthony Askowitz, averaging 125 listings, not even transactions close, listings a year. He's one of the top agents in Remax, in, his, in the history of Remax. Research Anthony Askowitz, and you'll see how many, how many awards he has from Remax. I've been coaching Anthony for the past eight years. He's an amazing, amazing agent. Uh, also, Anthony uh, uh, Riley Smith, who's last week, I did an, uh, a webinar. We had over 220 people attending that webinar. I highly recommend you see his, but this one, he's participating in the How to Become a Listing Agent. Oscar Teran, right here. Uh, he's a big agent right in, in, in the area of Coconut Grove. Anivaldo Soria, who started from zero, and now he's one of the top listing agents recognized by the biggest association of realtors uh, in the state. So right here, Nivaldo Soria. And we teach you everything on how to become a top listing agent. Watch this uh, session right here, and then go back to starting coaching right here. And then you watch all the modules right here. So I highly, highly recommend is to start generating income, preparing your system. And I know, Eduardo, I'm not giving you an overnight Gener income generating idea. I know that, all right? Uh, it's just, oops, right here. I'm sorry, guys. I touched something that I wouldn't want to stop sharing. So Eduardo, I know I'm not giving you something that you can generate income immediately. Most of us, our, our business is a little bit different, but as a real estate agent, for most of us, the business has stopped, right? And what we're closing right now, it's something that we worked three, four months ago. So again, it is so important for all of you guys to make sure that you start becoming or developing your listing agent skills. I'm gonna tell you what they are. You need to learn how to generate seller's leads. Right now, you're not going to be generating seller's leads, most likely. You need to start positioning yourself as the expert of choice. That's what we have. Our module number one, Eduardo, it's how to identify your market. Identify an area of 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months, ideally within a mile radio of where you live. And we teach you all of that in our modules. This is the time to become a top listing agent. Then you need to have the right website, which you already have, the content, you already have it with us. 99% of you have it. And then making sure that you learn how to sell, right? How to pre-qualify sellers. We teach you exactly how to pre-qualify. It's five things. How to follow up with those sellers. Then how to present to sellers how to handle objections from sellers, and then how to close them. We teach you that. This is the time for all of you guys to start setting up the systems and developing the skills to become listing agents. It's never been a better time to develop those skills. So I hope that answers your question, Eduardo. I know it didn't answer our question of how to generate money today. Unfortunately, the economy, it's 
you know, and and uh, in hold right now. So right here, Kevin. Kevin, I saw. I see you right here. All right. So Kevin says, Orlando, how much should I start my Facebook, Instagram campaign, especially because of the current situation? So I'm gonna unmute you, uh, Kevin, right here in case you wanna ask a question. Yeah, so what it is is I, I'm finally kind of got my landing pages and, and my community, everything, what I want to go into. Um, and so I want to know, like, what do I need to start off with? What should I start off daily um, using as advertising dollars for Facebook, for Instagram? Sure. Uh, so very important. Remember, there are two types of, there are three types of campaigns we do on Facebook, right? The most important one, Kevin, it's the lead generation campaign, right? That's number one. That's the one you're going to generate buyers and sellers leads. You're going to get three things from them. You're going to get their phone number, their email, and their name. Right now, I'm asking most of you to stop or at least go down 70 to 80% of advertising budget. It's very inexpensive, but I want you to hold it a little bit because buyers and sellers can't take action now, unfortunately. You can't take them to a property. You can't do a listing presentation. Yes, you can uh, virtually, but it's difficult to list a property right now. Right. So the second type of advertisement on Facebook is traffic campaign, which we can't do much right now. Traffic campaign is when we have a listing, right? That is very, very inexpensive. You're going to put 50, 60 dollars a week when you have an open house during a weekend. That is it's a hole right now. Make sense, Kevin? Yes. All right. Number three, the one that I'm asking you all guys to do right now, and, and you see Riley Smith, the number one agent in Miami, what I'm asking you to do right now, it's what? is the awareness campaign. So we have lead generation, we have traffic for open houses usually, or, or a listing that you have, and then we have awareness. And that's the one that we want you all guys to focus on right now, Kevin, which is making sure that you have the content, all right? And I believe, I'm 90% sure that you already have the black box, right? right. Uh -huh. So you have the website with us, you have the content, you have the automation. So when you say, okay, what content should I put on Facebook, on Instagram? You already have it with the black box. Okay. Got it? And you have over 40 different articles for buyers and for sellers that will allow you to start positioning yourself as the expert of choice. By the way, Facebook has dropped their rates almost 50%. So it's never been cheaper yeah, to think. position yourself in an area. So you're in Miami Beach, make sure you start delivering content ideally in a daily basis. If it can be video, better than written. If it is written, you get hours right? But it's going to be video. Just read our, the content that you have in your black box, in your, in your website. All right. Read the content that we give you with the website, summarize it. And, and this is, this is the way we do video. Remember guys, four step process, right? You tell them what you're going to say today. I'm going to talk about the weekly report or with the weekly market report in South beach, right? You tell them what you're going to say. Then you say it to them. All right. There are, uh, X number of properties for sale. This is the average price, average price per square foot, highest for sale, lowest for sale, and days on the market. Then number three, you summarize it, the process, right? You just tell them again what you said, all right? And number four, you let them know, you ask them, the call to action is register and let them know that you're gonna be talking about this or what you're gonna say in, this, in, in the next video. Make sense, uh, Kevin? Yes, sir. And then you boost that to that specific area. Remember, housing is a gated category right now on Facebook. So you can't boost to a zip code like we used to, right? However, you can 
peak an area is usually 15 miles. But when you talk about Miami Beach, make sure that you, you understand exactly whether you're in South Beach, Mid Beach, North Beach, all right? And then when you put that on your Facebook campaign, on that, on that uh, awareness campaign, with the title, it's already gonna catch or it's gonna be more appealing to the people in your area. Does that answer your question? Yes, it does. All right, perfect, Kevin. I'm gonna sure. mute you so you can freely make noise in your house or talk. Uh, what questions do you have today? Talita had that question, how to handle it. All right, good morning, good morning, good morning. Eduardo said, okay, I think I already answered it. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Eduardo says, we've been, uh, we've been asked to master the buyer listings or investors. In my case, I choose investors. It's almost 90% of my business are recommending uh, are you recommending to change this, Eduardo? As of right now, uh, okay, so Eduardo is asking me if I recommend to change his strategy from working with investors to listing agents. No, what I'm asking all of you guys is to make sure that many of you work with international clients or with local investors. What I'm asking you is that you need to develop your listing agent skills because whether you... Investors sometimes in, a, in, a, in an economy, investors go up and down in, in demand, right? Sometimes they want to hold, sometimes they want to purchase, right? And Liam is going like agreeing with that, right, Liam? So we want to make sure that uh, something very important, guys, buyers, whether they're final users, investors, buy vacation homes, Eduardo, they don't need to buy. And if, a, and if an investor feels uncertain, he's going to hold right? Buyers, even if they need a house, they always have the option to rent, stay where they are, or go to a hotel if they're international clients. So what I'm asking you so you can develop a much more, much more stronger business is to develop your listing, your listing skills. Listings give you, number one, leverage. You can work with five, six different buyers in one day, but you can have five, 10, 15, 20, 30 listings at a time right? Sellers not always need to sell, but there are some that always need to sell. For example, if I just got married, I might need something bigger. If I have to move because my company moved into another area, I might have to need sell my property. If I'm downsizing because my kids grew and now they're in school, I need to sell because I can't afford, I shouldn't, you know, waste so much money or pay so much for a house that I'm not using. So very, very important that we understand that, that sellers usually have a need. Usually under eight million, uh, $1 million, sellers have the need. That's what I'm saying that is so, so important. So I'm not asking you, uh, Eduardo, to stop working with international investors. And as a matter of fact, I was talking to my brother and there's gonna be a huge opportunity within the next three to five months. Huge, huge opportunity because properties are gonna go down in value, all right? Most likely. So right here, let's see what questions do I have. Internet traffic is up 32. Liam, exactly, I'm very good. Internet, and it's going like this. I'm gonna unmute you right now for a second. And we know that, right, Liam? Let's see right here. Hmm? Yes, we do. Yes, but that's what our Comcast said. It's up 32%. Verizon said they're up 32%. So right. now's the time, man. Now's the time to market yourself, do a Facebook campaign, whatever. Right. As a matter of fact, I was in, in uh, and, and, uh, I'm gonna mute you so you can you know, do whatever you want in, in the office and doesn't 
interfere with the noise. Uh, very important. I was talking to uh, Riley last week, and I think his number was 82% in Zillow and Realtors.com. I think that was the number. Don't quote me on that, but I think it was 82% search on uh, on internet traffic in their site. Uh, Irene, I don't see you uh, right here. Irene, maybe you are in the next page right here. I don't see you. I see a lot of you right here. I see Karina, Ivan. I see a lot of you right here. Good morning to all of you. Too many of you to list, but I'm going to see Irene. If I have a Facebook campaign already, what would be the next step with the leads I get? Do I call, email, text? What do I tell them? How do I keep them engaged? So Irene, very, very important. Very, very good question. And I think you and I, Irene, had this uh, on the, on the, on, on, we, we talk about this on the phone. So if you're working with international clients, it's different from local clients, right? Local clients, buyers and sellers can take action right away. With international clients, we know whether we're in this situation or any other situation. And I have Karina who works with us uh, with international clients also. We know Karina and Rafael who work in the Peruvian market usually, Irene, that they're gonna take a 12, 18 months before they make a decision. And right now, as Liam said, since buyers are so active online and leads have come down in price, this is a good mo moment to reach out to international clients. And, and, and you agree with that, but you're saying, what do I say? So for example, the guide, the seven steps to buying a home in, 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 uh, in Miami or the five mistakes international make, international clients make when selling a home. Very simple, Irene. Hey, Irene, how you doing? Hey, Mr. Buyer, how are you? Orlando Montiel from Miami. I noticed that you downloaded the guide, five mistakes international buyers make when purchasing a home. If they are downloading that information, it's because they are thinking, even though we are in this very unique situation worldwide, they are thinking about buying. So, Mr. Buyer, tell me, how can I help you? What do you have in mind? And of course, they're gonna tell you something. Well, I'm thinking about buying, but because of the current situation, I'm, I'm on hold right now, of course. So Mr. Buyer, my job is to make sure that I help you prepare for the job of buying a property. So I have very, five very simple questions so I can send you the right information. So here are the five simple questions, Mr. Buyer. What is it exactly that you want? Where do you want it? Why do you want it? When do you want it? And how much? All right, Irene. So one more time, Mr. Buyer, I noticed you downloaded, which is what you're doing right now, the lead generation campaign for international clients. So I, down, I noticed that you downloaded the, five, the guide, five mistakes to buying it, you know, five things you need to know before buying a property in South Florida. Tell me, what do you have in mind? How can I help you? Whatever they say, you just want to help them prepare for the job of buying a property. There are three reasons international buyers purchase a property. Number one, to live on it, most likely not. That is the least likely uh, reason. Number two, very important, vacation, right? Some international buyers buy because of vacation. Number three, investment reasons. That's most of the, that's the number one reason most international clients purchase a property. So very simple. Here it is, Mr. Client. Do you want to purchase a property to live on it, vacation or investment, all right? So you just want to help them through it. Irene, don't worry about it. When you talk to an international lead, it takes between eight, 12, 18 months to close that person. So this is a time to start working with them. They have more time and the leads are cheaper. 
So I hope that answered your question. So and the one more thing, do I call them? Yes, you need to call every single one of them. This is not a cold call. That's a beautiful thing about it. You guys know that I'm not in favor of cold call, all right? I'm not gonna go over that right now, but you know that the people that are downloading your guide, those are people that are interested. So immediately you call them the next day. All right, very, very important. Also for international clients, and we should do this as well for locals, make sure you set up your WhatsApp broadcast. WhatsApp broadcast is completely free and you get up to 256 people per group. So every single week, Irene, you should be doing a video or sending an investment property if you're working with international clients and you send that through WhatsApp. Your open rate is gonna be way, way, way higher than through email. You should be doing both anyways, all right? Karina, should we be lowering prices on our listings? Always, Karina, very good. Karina is a very uh, experienced agent with Rafael Palette. They have, uh, they've been in, uh, in business for a long, long time. Yes, by the way, I, only, I not only recommend lowering the price of the listing in this specific situation, but in every single market, I rather have the seller make the decision whether they want to accept that offer, renegotiate because they renegotiate because they have multiple offers that have the property sitting on the market for a long time. All right. So yes, this is the time. And again, make the argument, Karina, asking them, right? Let me see. I think I saw you in the second page, which is very important question. All right. So I'm going to unmute you, Karina and Rafael. I know. Karina, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Perfect. So yes. Uh, it's not only the right time to, uh, to ask them, it's always the right time to lower the price because if we have not been able to sell the property, it means that the property is not at the right price, usually, uh, unless we have one or two weeks on the market. But if the property has been in the market for three, four, five months, most likely that's not the right price. And, and we know that the only thing that sells a property, the only thing that sells a property is the right price and put it in the MLS. Well, on that, I agree, but the, my question was because of the situation. I mean, we had showings. We actually had two offers. Uh, one of the offers, the buyer was from New York, and okay. they pulled out okay. because they weren't sure what was going to happen, and his stock went down, and he was going to use stock money to purchase it, so mm -hmm. that was done. So okay. the, buy, the sellers are buying another house, which they're closing next week in Cape Coral, and um, right now they're like, okay, the house hasn't been shown at all. So it's not that we're overpriced. We're not at this point. Okay. It's the same. We're priced right. It's just figuring out if people are not going to come see the house now and they'll come in 30 days, should we just revisit that in 30 days anyway? No, it's my point. I, I rather, I rather lower the price now. All right. And uh, so, what, what's the status of the seller? Are they willing to lower the price? Well, they're unsure. I haven't touched that, but I told them that property, I, we had the conversation saying that property values are going to come down, definitely, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I told them there's another house that we, another listing in the same neighborhood that we have, and we had an offer. They accepted an offer 10,000 below asking price. Mm -hmm. And then the appraisal came down 15,000 below asking price. Wow. Imagine. So because because on the time from the time we listed to the time we did the appraisal, two other people lowered the, their prices and closed 
you know, lower yeah. than we expected. Yeah, very good point. So here's, here's how I would approach it, Karina. So Mr. Seller, all right? Uh, and again, the question, do you think properties are going to go up or going to go down? Most likely they're going to say going to go down. Do you think there are going to be more properties for sale or fewer properties for sale in the near future? Most likely they're going to say more. So we want to make sure, Mr. Seller, that we are very aggressive. We want to get you out of this market as soon as possible because we don't know what's going to happen. And most likely properties are going to go down a large percentage. So the sooner you sell, the sooner you're going to be safer. At least you know what your down, downside is going to be. All right, and, and mention that. Listen, we had a, a client that uh, a, a, a listing where we got an offer ten thousand dollars. Was it ten percent below or ten thousand dollars below? Listing ten thousand. Ten thousand, and then it came what fifteen thousand uh, dollar below. Below yeah, appraisal. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So again, Mr. Seller, we're living in a very uncertain time. If you truly need to sell, this is a time to be very aggressive. And what's the worst thing that can happen, Karina? What's the worst thing that can happen, Mr. Seller? And you get two or three different offers, then you can renegotiate, then you can change the terms. Got it? Okay. Right. All right. Very good. Very good question, Karina. Very, very good. This is the time, guys, for your sellers to be very, very aggressive. All right. Uh, Gary Orlando, Eduardo, thank you very much. From Francisco, 023. Francisco, nice to see you here in the call today. You put 023. I don't know what you said right there. I'm here. My video is off. Yes, all right, so I hope you, you listen to this, uh, Irene. Okay, I have three more months left on my contract with Zillow. Should I stop it? Uh, fr okay, Francisco says, all right, I have three more, and I see you very active on Zillow, Francisco, and, I, and you had Zillow for a long, long time. Let's see if I can find you here. We have a lot of people right here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Rodrigo, if you can take a note and teach me later how we can find the the the, the the people participating. So for example, if I'm looking for, Francis for Francisco, I can't see him right here. I would like him to come. Uh, I don't see him here. Anyways, all right, I'm gonna answer. Uh, I have three more months left of, on my CELO contract. Should I stop it now since I'm very tight with my budget? Okay, so here's what CELO is doing. We have a lot of agents that are using Zillow. CELO is reducing uh, the amount almost to 50%. So if you're paying $2,000 a month, you're bringing it down to $1,000. If you can stop it for now, not only because of budget reasons, but because the leads that you're generating, you're not, not going to be able to, to act upon, right? You, you're not going to be able to work with those leads right now. So if you can stop it, all right? And I say, listen, give me two or three months and I'll come back. I'm not saying I'm canceling the contract, but if you can stop it, that will be ideal. If not, renegotiate the price to at least 50%. Many agents are doing that right now, okay? They're getting that right now. Uh, let's see, uh, thank you, how do I this? Okay, Irene says, how do I set this up? I don't know what's a broadcast. I'm gonna make a video for you guys next week. Next Monday, I'm gonna make a video. A research in on YouTube, Irene says, you know, how do I set up YouTube, uh, uh, what's a broadcast? Listen, if you go into YouTube, it's like adding somebody else, look, how to set up a WhatsApp broadcast and you'll find it. For next Monday, I'll promise I'll, I'll have a video for you. All of you should have at least one group to, with up to 256 people in your uh, phone with WhatsApp broadcast. And the beautiful thing about that is that you send one message and everybody in that group sees it, but they can see the other members in your, uh, in your, in your list. Very, very good. Diana, well, I have a similar situation as Karina. 
but we already dropped the price 15,000 lower than the appraised value. And we have no showings at all. Let's see, let me look for Diana. Diana, where's Diana? Oh, there you go, there you go, unmute. All right, good morning, Diana. Hi, good morning. Good thing you went like this, now I can, easy. oh, now I see Francisco, you see what's on top of you. So right here on top of your picture right here. So Francisco, I'm gonna go back to you if you have any questions. Diana, any, anything before I answer? Um, no, not really. This is the whole situation. The property has been in the market. It's in great condition. It's in a fair market. And we, we put in the beginning at the appraised value. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of activities and we had offers, but we happened to be able to accept the offers or not right mm -hmm. at the time when the whole thing went down. Okay. And I guess my clients, the sellers, were not fast enough to reply and all the contracts were backed out. Okay. So right now we're like, okay. Right. So this is always been, after 22 years in the business, this has always been my opinion, right? If the property has not sold, then the property is overpriced, right? Uh, and the reason being, I always want to give the analogy, uh, Diana, which is very simple. Um, if I have, what, what's your, let's say, what's your dream car? This, what listen, what? Your dream car. I'm just going to give an example. Your dream car. Porsche? Oh, okay, Porsche. What is it, 911 or? Cayenne. Okay, Cayenne, perfect. Let's say it's, uh, it's, it's almost a $90,000 uh, car, right? So I say, I'm going to put a brand new Porsche for sale. I need to sell my car, right? And I'm going to go, it's at zero miles. I just took it out of the dealership, all right? Actually, three miles. I just took it to my house. Three miles. It's certified that it came from the dealership. I just bought it yesterday, but I need to sell it right away. I'm going to put it from $90,000. I'm going to put it for $40,000. What do you think is going to happen? Is it going to sell real quick or not? I would buy it. <laughs> Super. And, and am I going to receive one offer or two offers? I likely higher than that. Right. And, and many offers. I'm going to receive many offers, right? So the reason being is because it's underpriced. Why am I saying this? It's the same thing with properties, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and we've seen that in the, in the property wars, right? When, when we have a property that is underpriced, we have multiple offers on that. So sometimes we think that it's the right price, but the market is, the market is telling us, listen, that's not what I'm willing to pay for the property. Now, when we do the comparator, we'll see, but what do you mean now? I mean, that the properties have sold recently for this price, right? And sometimes above. But again, we need to be very, very practical and understand that if the property has not sold, the reason is it's not, it's not the right price. How much is that property listed for? It is appraised at 206. Right now we're listed at 179 and nine. Okay. $16,000. Well, I'm sorry, 189 and nine. What do you think, if you put that property for nine, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not asking you to do that. But if you put that property for $85,000, do you think you, you would get offers? Yes, but my client would not be. No, yeah. I know, I don't know, and, and I'm not even suggesting that, right? No, no, I'm, not even, yeah. I'm just giving you the example so, yeah. so you can see that it's always about the price, mm -hmm. right? It's, and again, from 215, right? That's the appraisal value? Two, uh, 206 appraised value. 206 to 179 that you have it right now? We, I dropped it just recently another $10,000 because. Okay. So we're not receiving no action dropping at $15,000. Okay. So just yesterday I dropped it down to $25,000 below their appraised value. So how much is it right now? 
it's 179 and 9. Last week, we had it at 189 and 9 because the, my client is in position that he has to get rid of the property like immediately. He's very much in need of funds. But okay. the lower price he can get because after paying all the commissions, at least he can make like $2,000. So one more suggestion that I would make, see if this works, uh, send a blast, e-blast, right? For real estate agents, there is a service that you pay like $90, it's not much. Uh, E-flyer is called E-flyer if you want to do that and blast it. Make sure that in the blast and the emails, I send emails and promote it. You know, appraise, you put the picture, appraise for 206, salary need for 179. Make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Uh, and again, my, my bet would be that still, that's not the price because it's what's happening right now. So if your seller is in need of fund, Mr. Seller, I'm going to do a campaign. I'm going to send an e-flyer. I'm going to send yeah. emails. I'm going to post. I'm going to do a campaign, a traffic campaign on Facebook. But you need, me to give, you need to give me the best price you're willing to work with. We want to work on this together. We want to sell your property as soon as possible. I'm going to put the appraised value and I'm going to put the final price you want to go with. In the community, I do the mail outs. Okay. The community, they don't have uh, uh, people like um, 90s generation. They're a little bit more elderly. Uh -huh. And when you go in, they they do like the mail. They, re they like receiving paper. Okay. Every time yeah. I send anything out, I get one or two clients that are calling me with, the, yeah. with some recognition that they have received it. Uh -huh. They possibly want to lease or uh -huh. they possibly want to sell. Right. So within the last few months that I've had this listing, I've had so much uh, interaction with the uh, with the community by okay. mailing it out. Very good, very um, good. I think if you don't mind me, um, the correction probably that you've said, mm -hmm. uh, just like Karina's situation, she's basing on the appraised volume. Maybe right now because before the crash happened or wherever it is happening, most of the time we are going based on our appraised value. Maybe mm -hmm. right now, this is the time for us to go actually at the market value because mm -hmm. right now my market went down, like you see, $25,000 lower than appraised. Right. So when was the appraisal done? Appraisal was done at the end of January. Oh, you see. Oh, very good point. Now, guys, please pay very close attention. Very, very close attention. So the appraisal was done before the situation. So what you just said. I love, which by the way, I'm gonna start using it. Very good input, very good input, Diana, which is one thing is the appraised value. Right now, under current situation, the appraised value has might not be very, very similar to the market value. We did the appraisal back in January, everything was fine, but now the situation has changed, all right? So definitely, hello. <laughs> So definitely we know that the price is not there because if not, we could have received an offer. Thank you very much, Anna. Very, very, very good point. Very, very good point. You understand that, guys? Very important. If we did the appraisal before the situation, that appraisal is not accurate, most likely. And, and how do we know? The market is telling us that, right? Very, very good point. All right, so let me go back here. Yeah, let's see, Diana, we have a property. Okay, Leah, great. Leanne, thank you very much for your input. Graciela, okay, let's, let's see. I had a client ask me not, not put a for sale sign in front of my new listing because he fears that it could be open to invitation for break-ins now that there is not many people out. Okay, now I understand the question. So Graciela has a listing and the seller is asking her not to put a for sale sign because 
the seller thinks it's an invitation for people to break in. Uh, again, that's, that's not more of a marketing and sales situation. If the seller does not feel comfortable putting a for sale sign, we don't want to go against the seller. Uh, the question again is, Mr. Seller, I, you know, how, how much do you want to sell your property? And the, the for sale sign definitely is gonna help. But if you don't feel comfortable, Graciela, if the seller doesn't feel comfortable, I wouldn't put it, all right? I wouldn't push, push that. Anyways, uh, at the end of the day, the serious buyers are gonna go to the MLS uh, with a uh, buyer's agent and they're gonna research the property. But it will help you get more listings. Talita says, Diana, what type of property, condor sell? Okay, Diana, what type of property, condor or single family home? Can it be rented? So Talita, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna unmute you. Uh, so you can expand on that on that question. No, I was just asking what type of property is that she was talking about? If it was a, a good investment for the price, maybe I could have a client. So I was interested in the property. I wanna know, maybe she sent the MLS or the address, we can look into it. Right, so if you if you guys can communicate or, or Diana, you can you can put it into there. Oh, Graciela. Yeah, just put the address and mm -hmm. then we'll be able to see you on MLS. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, so let's see. Oh, Ikatrina says, uh, do you recommend traffic campaign for listings? Yes, yes, okay. and yes. Very, very important, especially at this time. Traffic campaign for listings. And I, and I think Kevin was saying it right here, right, Kevin? It's, it's right, and I was mentioning to Kevin, there are three types of campaigns, generation campaigns, which I don't highly recommend right now, uh, unless it's for international clients because it's a much longer term. Number two, uh, traffic campaigns, which is for, uh, uh, for open houses, for properties for sale, and awareness campaign, which I was talking to Kevin all about content, all right? So yes, 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 definitely I do recommend them. Ugo says, offer to pay some closing costs. Share the appraised value in your advertising. Uh, very good, Hugo, very, very good. Where is the property at? So as you can see, Diana, uh, you know, Talita is asking you, uh, Hugo is asking you, where is the property at? You know, because if you're going from 206 to 179, maybe some other agents here in our community are interested on in showing them to their properties. Very good point from Hugo. <laughs> Offer to pay some closing costs, share the appraised value in your advertisement. Like what I said, right? Just make sure that you do the e-flyer, the postcards, because you're doing postcards, the profit campaign, you know, appraise for, selling for. Very, very, very good point. All right, let's see. I don't think I have more questions as of right now. Let me know, guys, if you, if you like uh, this new setting. Uh, Graciela, I see you right in front of me. I hope I answer your question, Graciela, about your client mm -hmm. that doesn't want to put the for sale sign, right? So uh, let me know. Uh, you can speak right now, can, can you speak? Good, uh, okay, okay, you put it here, very good, very good. So let's see the comments from you guys. Okay, Laura, Laura says, great setting, I prefer Zoom, good, Tanya says, Derek says, Diana, Diana, please type in the address. You see, then you have some agents right here typing in the address, very good, please type in the address because Derek wants to know. Graciela, I just wanted to bring it up to you, what's going on? Thank you very much, Graciela, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a very unique time, right? Eduardo Sanchez, la, uh, like the new setting, very good, uh, better image and quality. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, Orlando says, this is great, Orlando Norena, not, not me, all right, I, I see him around here. 
a great setting. I'm a new agent and I'm seeing everyone makes a difference. Yeah, I think so, guys. I think that uh, seeing everyone and, and engaging with the community uh, makes it uh, makes it more and more uh, interesting and engaging, right? Pilar, I like the new setting too, so I think we're gonna keep going with this. Remember, guys, uh, we're here for you. We have all the time to serve you. Your questions, make sure you post them in the forum. Uh, every week, I'll come with new questions from you guys on what's happening in the in the in the in the economy in our industry right now. Very unique situation, as you know it. Uh, this is the right time. I'm going to share this with you real, real quick before I go uh, off today, but I want to show you this. Please take a picture of this. Take a picture of this. Take your phones and take a picture of this. What is it exactly that you need to be working on? If you're stuck, if you don't know how to do it, that's what you have us for. If you don't know what to do with your website, Facebook, Google, YouTube, landing pages, becoming a listing agent, if you don't know how to do it, post it in the forum. We will get to you. We will get back to you, usually within 24 hours. We are here to help you set up your systems so when the economy is back up and running, you're ready up and running, guys. All right? So let me stop sharing here, right here. Let me read the latest comments. Great setting, my new agent, great setting. I like the new setting too, love the new setting. All right, so uh, I, I like the open format. It distracts me from an agenda and your expertise focus. Uh, too many participants open for, format in focus. So I think uh, that you can, if you guys, if you click on my window, can you, can, can you only see me? Because I know there's a way where you can only see me. You don't have to see anybody else if it distracts you a little bit, all right? All right. Talita, you wanted to talk? Yes. Give me one second. Uh, yes. It, for you to just see you, you have to click on speaker view. Like okay. if you're on your computer okay. and on the right-hand side up, there's all something right. that says speaker view uh -huh. or gallery view. So then you choose. The, we have to choose what we want to see. Excellent, excellent. So for the person that will help you. <laughs> very, thank you very much. So if you want to see the whole group and we look at look at all the people that that we have right here uh, today, right? If you want to see the whole group, great. If uh, if you want to just see me, just click on the speaker view. Thank you very much, Salita. All right, all right, guys. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult for me to say goodbye now. It's like on the other one, it's just goodbye. I'm off to my my office and my things. Uh, but it's lovely to see <coughs> all of you here. I see Tanya is in New York. Uh, I'm in New York City, and there's a lot of people looking to move to Florida and Georgia. If anyone is interested in discussing referral arrangement, please reach out to me directly. I can promote your properties on my social media outlets and website. Definitely. Tanya, if you can please put your email so they can reach out to you, uh, it'll, be, it'll be great. Uh, Lazarus said, a question here, I need to know uh to set up my landing page we'll get i'll get back to you last on that on the on the landing page all right uh some people say i don't like the new setup i gotta get up my uh <laughs> gotta get up my pee, my pajamas laugh out loud all right i got a lot of comments here guys thank you very much for being here today again we're here to serve you we're here to help you i'll see you next week face to face and during the week in the forum take care guys bye bye <music>